Let's move forward. That sounds good to me. <clears throat> okay, can we uh, open with the Pledge of Allegiance? I pledge allegiance to, to the flag of the United, United States, States of America and, and to the republic, republic for which it stands, one, one nation, <clears throat> under God, divisible, with liberty, liberty and justice for all. Okay, uh, may we have the roll call, please? Sure. Frank Maupin? Here. Tom Carroll? Here. Don Kincaid? Here. Britt Bourne? Present. B.J. Yetter? Here. Steve Imhoff? Here. Okay. Dottie and Dan will be here momentarily, and I will mark what time they get here if they do. Okay. Uh, purpose of the meeting is to review the bylaws, appoint trustees from, <clears throat> excuse me, from prospective councils, nominate and elect officers, annual resolutions for online auction, adopt schedule for regular board meetings, and to revisit credit card policy. Okay. I guess first is to. Uh, review the bylaws. After reading the bylaws, I don't see any need to do any changes at this time. Unless legal counsel offers us uh, no, no, I, I agree. There, there was nothing that we left from last time to revisit. So unless the board has an issue they want to address, there, there's nothing on my agenda that we need to, to change at this point. Any other comments? Say again. You're muted, Dottie. Dottie, I think you're on mute. Okay. All right, well, let's. let's. What was that, Dottie? She's still muted. Still muted. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hello. I just Hello. from the fire station here. <laughs> okay. All right. Would you have any comments on the bylaws? Uh, I suggest we accept them. No other comment. Okay. We have a motion on that. I make a motion we accept the bylaws. I'll second. It's been motion, moved and second that the bylaws uh, stand as is. But is there uh, anyone, all those opposed? I mean, excuse me. <laughs> all those in favor? Aye. Aye. 
Anyone opposed? Motion is, motion is moved and approved to accept the bylaws and to, for them to remain as they are. Uh, we're at the point to uh, nominate officers. You know, this is the uh, time for the change. This and, is BJ. Uh, hey, Keith. The president has has to be from uh, Deer Park. <laughs> okay. Are there any nominations? I'd like to nominate uh, Mr. Yetter as president. I second that. Hurry, quick, while he's on the phone, he won't know what hit him. <laughs> like they did to me last year. If we approve him as president, does that mean he can't be the treasurer and secretary at the same time? He can be him all. Give him all the work while he's on the phone. I think Brett had a really good idea there. <laughs> okay. It's been uh, nom nominated as uh, uh, Mr. Getter as the president, vice president. Or do we go ahead and firm that up right now? Yeah, Don, why don't we see if there are any other nominations if not you can close them and then we can take a vote are there any other nominations hearing no nominate other nominations at this time uh mr jetter you are now the president of the fire board i think we still have to vote on it right yeah, we need to yeah, so take a vote. Let's take a vote. Let's take a vote. And we I, might want to okay. make sure that he accepts the nomination. Um, he did. Any other nominations for the other positions on the board? Not at this time. We're confirming the uh, president first. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Those opposed? It is passed unanimously that Mr. Jetter is now the president of the Deer Park Servleton Fire Board. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. You, you care to take over at this point? Well, I was just going to say, um, who else do we have uh, for nominations for the vice president and that? I'd like to motion yet. to uh, nominate uh, Britt Bourne for vice president. I second. All in favor? Any questions on the motion? All right, I need a motion to accept Britt as the vice president. I make that motion. Does Britt accept? Does Britt accept? Yes. Yes. Yes, so okay. I make yes. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Don't take a phone call, Britt, like I did. <laughs> so uh, do we have any objections? All in favor, signify saying aye. 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 Uh, Britt is uh, the, the uh, vice president. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Melinda, do we have any other positions on the board that have to be nominated? No. Okay. Thank you all for that. Um, we need to adopt the minutes that have been presented to you. Uh, are there any questions in regards to that? Uh, 
I move approval of the minutes as submitted. A second. Tom and Dottie, any questions on the motion? All in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? All right. <clears throat> Credit card policy. Uh, Linda. Okay, um, this is just the annual credit card uh, report uh, that we're supposed to do every February at the organizational meeting. Um, all it says is um, the expiration dates of our PNC visas. Um, the Chiefs is uh, November of 2021. Um, Chris Iredell, Deputy Chiefs, is February of 2023. And mine is December of 2022. Then we have station cards that have no expiration date. We have Home Depot and Staples. Um, and then this will show you every month how many uh, rewards we earned, um, January through December. So I just went ahead and asked PNC to deposit into our account the dollar amount of those rewards. And this year it's $240. So um, that's how much we were paid for using the card. And that money just goes right back um, off of our uh, visa account. Were there any questions? Did you say that money goes right off of our visa account into? Yeah, right back in, yeah, it just is a credit to our account. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And then it looked, were there any other questions? It looks like um, BJ, we might be on number seven to adopt regular board meeting dates next. Oh, I missed that one, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, let's go ahead and approve the credit card policy as submitted or that we received it. Need a motion? So move we approve the credit card policy as submitted. Second. Frank, all in favor signify saying aye. 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 Okay, let's back up. I missed the adoption of the 2021 board uh, meetings. Anyone have any questions on those? I move we approve the meeting dates and ask our clerk treasurer to uh, send out Outlook invites at her earliest opportunity so they get logged on the calendar and blocked off. Yes. I will. Very good. We have a second on Mr. Carroll's motion. Second. Britt. Oh. Yeah. Very good. All in favor signify saying aye. 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 So moved. Okay. At this time, we have the chief uh, director's report. It should be on item nine. The order of the evaluation. Yeah, it's about the evaluation. Oh, I'm sorry, Alan. Yeah, hey, so, Alan, this is, this is all you. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that that's fine. So um, we're at the annual evaluation process again. If you recall, we did two evaluations last year, one in the spring and then a mid-year evaluation so we're back to the what's really the annual evaluation that we do in the spring 
uh, and you can decide whether you want to do one again mid-year. Uh, but at this point, what I need from everybody is just to fill out the evaluation form that I think Belinda included in your packet. Mm -hmm. Get it back to me. Uh, I think my home address is there. That's still the best place to send it. Uh, so if everybody could send that to my home address, or you can email it to me either way, uh, fine with either, uh, then I'll go ahead and compile those. Uh, I will prepare the narrative like I usually do. Um, what I typically do is circulate it uh, to members of the subcommittee so they can review it ahead of time and approve it. And then I circulate it to Denny and, and we talk if there are any questions about it. Um, so we're ready for that process again. The only other issue that's related to that is compensation for the non-union uh, employees. Uh, so chief, deputy chief and, and clerk. Um, and that's something that, um, you know, typically you would consider that uh, at the beginning of the year or close to the beginning of the year. Things are a little different this year because of COVID and, and the inability to meet in person. That's often a matter to discuss the executive session the logistics of executive session are a little difficult over Zoom, not that we couldn't do it, but it, it, it would be a little cumbersome. Uh, so in, in speaking with Britt about this, uh, because she's typically led the subcommittee efforts on that, um, they decided not to put anything on your agenda today to discuss that, but I do think it's important to address it in a timely manner. Uh, so it, as soon as you're able to figure out a plan for determining what you want to do, if anything about compensation changes this year, it would be appropriate to do that. And I think what we ought to do is have it probably on the schedule on a regular basis, probably put it on um, a late fall meeting, at least to address. So everybody's ready to go for the organizational meeting or as soon thereafter as you want uh, to discuss those issues. So couple things is one, just deciding what to do about this year. And then two, just making sure we have it calendar. So it comes up on a regular basis. So, so it's addressed and whether you want to do anything or not. What's your pleasure board? Well, I would actually recommend, I think, um, you know, we typically do, um, we do the chief's evaluation. We do this in February and then try to have something for, so that Denny can, something for Denny to see um, and all of our responses within the next month or so, I feel like is what we've done the last couple of years. Um, so I don't know if it's, I don't know if it is appropriate to typically do that kind of conversation in April. Well, I was going to suggest, Britt, along with your thoughts there, is that we might bring that conversation in April, providing everyone gets their stuff in and we have some sort of compilation of what has transpired in the reports from each other. So that's your, my, your thoughts. I mean, in a in a typical year, I would say yes. I don't know if in April of this year we're going to be able to meet in person. My assumption is we're not going to be able to meet in person until probably June. The majority of us will be right. vaccinated and able to come together. So, I mean, I think 
maybe April in a typical year is fine. I don't know if it makes sense to try to do it before the June meeting for this particular year. That's, I have no problem with that either. What's everyone's consensus on this? I don't uh, see a problem with it. A meeting in June. It's fine with me. Okay. Tom looked like he wanted to say something. Sorry, BJ. Um, so just a question that I'm not sure I know the answer to and, and probably should. You know, we evaluate the fire chief, uh, but there's two other non-bargaining employees, which would be Belinda and Chris, the deputy chief. And um, I think the, the practice is the board has to set any non-bargaining uh, wage increase, but I'm not sure that the, other than the chief who we're evaluating and then tying compensation to his evaluation, um, we haven't really developed a practice on what we do with the, the two additional uh, non-board reporting employees, really. Um, so should we develop a practice that we have a different calendar for setting a pay adjustment? uh for belinda and chris I, i'm asking not leading us in that direction i simply don't know and maybe somebody can refresh my memory as to what we did i think we did do uh, an appropriate pay adjustment which included truing up those three employees who report you know who are not in the bargaining unit um in 2020 including uh back pay for wage increases that they didn't receive think we did yeah that you're right you're right tom last year uh we did catch up because there was a gap in consideration i think of about a year so you went ahead and did true them up for what they would have been paid had the raise gone in effect earlier uh and then put the new rate into effect to be reconsidered uh the following year To be truthful with you, Tom, I think uh, I think you're right on the mark there, but I would like to see us address all this in June. If we're going to do the chief, uh, we have that evaluation, that would give us a pretty good handle on what we're going to do in regards to the other non-union employees. From a scheduling standpoint, I think we should be looking at any, any raises on non-union employees by at least at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I agree. I just, we're not jumping way out in front. I think we'll know our finances better, uh, but at the same time, we have to be respectful of our employees too. So that's where I think we're going to have to address immediately uh, anything in June, but then turn around and look at what we're going to have to do come fourth quarter if that's doable. I was simply trying to communicate that maybe we don't need to wait to evaluate Denny in order to, if we are going to make a pay adjustment for Belinda and Chris, that was where I was going with that. And maybe we can give some thought as we get through this year to figure out in 2022, we, we do this a little bit in advance at the same time that we're looking at the collective bargaining agreement, that kind of thing. So I agree with you, BJ, and I defer to you. I, I think you're spot on. Anybody got any 
any different approaches, Britt? No, I mean, generally speaking, I would say it makes sense to have one conversation about everyone, you know, collectively at the same time, just for sake of ease, so that we're not sitting here going, what month did we try to do what? And do we remember <laughs> what we did? Yep. Um, Is that what I sounded I'm, like? Is that what you think I sounded like? Um, <laughs> shades. <laughs> um, Very hurtful. <laughs> no. um, I mean, just, you know, for the sake of ease. But what I'm hearing is it doesn't, it, it might not, it just might not make sense otherwise to do it that way. So it might end up being split into two conversations no matter how we do it, so. I don't think it really needs to be. One conversation should be enough because if we sit down to do it, then we don't have to worry about trying to pull something up in the middle. Okay. Now what we have in play, well, I'm not the. If I may, um, you do have a uh, annual board calendar that you guys came up with a couple years ago. Um, and if you want, I think that's coming next on the agenda. If you want to change, there are some of the things you're talking about are on the um, board calendar already. And I believe that I um, gave you that yeah. with your packet. That will help. It probably best fits uh, in the April agenda, but I think because of what we just discussed this year, we're going to have to look at doing anything we do is in June. I think that's what we all asked to do. But I see with I see your calendar, Linda. Thank you. And this would be a chance too to move anything around that you want to. Um, since it's an organizational meeting on the well, calendar. I mean, anything, you know, anything at all. We already got in October non-union employee rate review and discussion. So that was timely with my comment in regards to the other non-union employees. The chief is the uh, one that we uh, historically uh, start his, re his review process in February. Uh, so I think what we need to do is make a decision. Do we wait uh, wait till June and have this discussion as a whole, like we just talked about, like Don mentioned, or do we break it down in two segments? I think we should just do it all at one time and then that move, move the ball forward. But come October, uh, that's another discussion period that we might have to deal with. Does that make sense? <laughs> Why do you say that? Come October, there's another discussion. Might be another discussion. Well, we've we've 
talked about this, Dottie, just the, the fact that uh, we would want to review non-union employees under the board schedule that's already out there in October. So I'm that would be the first of the fourth quarter. And I think that's something that's prudent in where we're going because we'll know, have a pretty good idea of the finances of the, of the fire district at that point. So I just think we've kind of this, this has been an oddball year period, no matter what we do. And it give us a chance in June to meet face to face, providing everything goes well and have this discussion. And then we can make some definitives out of that. I mean, that's, that seems to be the logical approach for 2021. Yeah. So June. Yes, ma'am. Live with me. Do we have concurrence on this or not? I'm there. All in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Both opposed? Okay, Alan, that's our direction. <laughs> Okay, going through the regular meeting. Um, I think I jumped the gun on this, but we need to re ratify the board uh, minutes of December 1st and January 25th. Motion to approve. Steve? January 25th. Second. Who was that, Dan? Yeah. Okay. All in favor, signify saying aye. 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 Okay. Do we have any additions to the uh, agenda? Okay. Uh, review of the annual board calendar. Anybody have any suggestions of change to the calendar other than uh, what we just previously talked about? No comment. All right. Any questions? Seeing that, we'll move on. Uh, report of district clerk, Belinda. Okay. Um, first, we're going to go over a couple financial statements from 2020 year end. Um, the first report, um, there's a bunch of pages stapled together. This is the one that I have to give the state auditor. So I do ours and then I put everything in their format. But basically the first page is just in a cash balance at the end of the end of the year was 1,388,083. That's how much our carryover was, how much money we have in reserve. If you wanna go ahead and look at the next page, um, like I said, this is a little bit different than when you're, what you're used to. We will go over the report that you, that you are used to seeing, but I just wanted to point out on the second report, um, total receipts, total revenue received was 1,940,115. And then the total expenditures was 1,946,037. The difference is a net change in the in the balance, the fund balance. It's like fifty nine hundred, fifty nine twenty three. So it basically is saying that um, we had a deficit of fifty nine twenty three, which 
isn't bad compared to, um, I think at the last meeting, I had said maybe a 50 or $60,000 loss and we didn't have that. So that's really good. It shows the fund balance at the beginning of the year. So the beginning of 2020, it was 1,394. And then again, at the end of the year is 1,388. And the difference is that 5,900. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, next few pages are just what I have to put in there, just the rules and that just about every entity has. Um, the next one I think you'd be interested in tonight would be page eight. And that um, is number two, equity and pooled deposits and investments. It's just how much money, again, that we had at the end of the year in our accounts. Demand deposits are our checking account. We had 418,932. Um, in CDs, we had 160,000. And in Star, Ohio, we had 812,198. And that comes to 1,391,131. Um, I will mention that the interest rates are so low everywhere right now. In fact, that CD was our last one, and that was at 1.75, but we just had that one just, we had, they rolled it over into our checking account. The term had come up um, this, this month, I believe. Last month, I'm not sure, one or the other. So I'm gonna go ahead and put that money in Star Ohio. It's less than half a percent right now, but that's all really that we can get. Okay, were there any questions on that? I think we're pretty much done with that report. Feel free to look at that in your leisure. Those are the main numbers I think that you would be concerned with. The next is our balance sheet. Um, and this just shows December 31st, 2019 versus December 31st, 2020. Um, if you look at Let's see, let's go down to liabilities and equity, the second uh, set of columns. Again, it'll show, really it just shows what we carried over. Um, from 2019, there was 1,332,000 at the beginning and we had an excess of $61,000, but that was the end of 2019. If you look to the left at the end of two, 2020 was that deficit of 592321. So that it really is just telling you the same numbers, but a little easier to see. The next report is the year to date financial 20, 2020, and that is the one that you're used to seeing. It has all the really the same numbers in it, other than um, it's a by line item. Uh, you'll see that our income was 102.4% of the budget. And our expenses on the back page were 92.4%. Okay, and then again, you'll see on the back page that number of minus 5923.21. Okay, did anyone have any questions on 2020? Okay, let's go to 2021. You know, um, we have received 17% of our budget revenue. 
And then on the second page, we have spent 8.2% of our budgeted expenses or appropriations. So we've only, we've just started. Um, Hamilton County Auditor, the real estate money's coming in and everything else is going um, just like it's supposed to. Anyone have any questions on the 2021 budget? Okay, next I have expenses by vendor detail, December and January. We'd like to look at those and if you have any questions, let me know. Any questions on the expense reports and the other reports as presented? Other than the annual resolution, I'll take a motion on the finance reports as submitted by Belinda. So moved. Second. Second. Don. All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Okay. We have a resolution of, uh, all, yeah, with pass. Thank you. Uh, annual resolution on online action, uh, auction, Linda. Oh yeah. Um, I just wanted to give you a heads up on that, that that'll be coming up. We'll have two resolutions, the internet auction and, um, a Columbia township one, but the internet auction that we have to do this every year, just in order for us to right. buy and sell. Okay. Anything else, Belinda? Nope, that's it. All right. At this time, we report our Director of Operations. Chief? Thank you. Uh, first, I'm going to start off by thanking uh, the district employees for a uh, tremendous 2020. Uh, it was, as you guys already know, crazy. Uh, but I think the staff did a good job of handling uh, the pandemic well, uh, staying healthy, keeping their families healthy. So that uh, was a big effort from everybody from the top to our newest employees. So I want to publicly thank them for all their hard work and uh, look forward to hopefully a brighter 2021. Uh, last month, I emailed or hand-delivered a copy, depending on your preference, a uh, copy of the 2020 annual report. Uh, I think it gives a pretty fair snapshot of what we do year in and year out. Um, every year, I try to make it a little bit more informative based upon what I hear questions from the board throughout the year, or if I learn how to work a new chart or a new system, I can throw it in just to keep it kind of fresh. Uh, so if uh, anybody has any questions on the annual report, uh, happy to entertain them uh, at tonight's meeting. Um, then brings me to the enclosed report that we're in your packets tonight. Uh, again, I think it just gives you a snapshot of what we've been doing the last two months since our meeting in December. Uh, two parts I'd like to kind of discuss, um, I'll be briefly. Um, the first is the uh, discussions we've had with Golf Manor. Uh, just again, just to bring you up to speed, um, I touched base with their assistant administrator who's a council member as well. And they're still evaluating their options of which our district is one. Um, they're still trying to work out their 
leaving the Little Miami Fire District. So there's some things up in the air. We advise them that if there's any questions, uh, we're always open to discussion. Uh, please let us know. Uh, they assure us that they would keep us in the loop as things go further down the road. So again, um, everything stands pretty much as where we left it, uh, I guess, back in November when I sent you guys uh, on that last time. And then the Columbia uh, Township contract, I'd like to touch on that as well, because there is a resolution attached with this. Um, Mike Lemon, who is a former Township uh, Administrator, has been tasked with working out the contracts for fire service and also work out the transition of Little Miami and Gulf Manor splitting apart. Uh, so we met last month to discuss um, 2021 renewal of the contract. Um, and as we discussed it, uh, we knew there was going to be a, a probably an increase uh, just because it's been three years. Uh, but he also had the idea, and I concurred, um, that we'd like to reset this contract to get it back more towards our actual fiscal year versus uh, this thing renewing in April uh, to make things a bit easier on Belinda in terms of calculating our budgets. It kind of sets some time frame where we know this is a yearly, uh, every three years, we know when it's going to occur. It also helped off, or also helped uh, Little Miami out as they start to evaluate. I'm sorry, Columbia Township. As they start to evaluate what their needs for future fire service would be with the dissolution of the district as it currently exists. Uh, it may have implications for us. It may not. It just remains to be seen. But uh, it was my recommendation after looking at the proposed contract from Columbia uh, Township that we go ahead and extend the contract through the 31st of December. Uh, will actually be an increase of uh, just slightly over $1,000 a month. Uh, so it'll help us out with budgeting. It'll help them out with uh, their planning for the future. Uh, so I hope the board considers that uh, as part of their discussion when that uh, comes up for resolution this evening. And then the only other thing that's not included in the report, um, we are looking at uh, the process by which we want to hire to be six full-time firefighter. Uh, as you know, we... Um, Hired a lieutenant full time, and he started last week. And now we're looking at a full time firefighter medic in the entry level position. Uh, so we are starting to look at some options on one uh, testing and evaluation process. Um, with the COVID restrictions, getting people in the, together in one sitting to take a test might not be practical. Uh, there are some online options, but they're they're kind of convoluted, and I don't, don't think it would be fair to any of the, uh, the candidates that might like to apply. Uh, so we're going to consider ways that maybe we can do some socially distance testing. Um, perhaps we'll work out something with uh, Deer Park and the community center or Deer Park schools if they let us uh, use their facility again. Uh, we also want to look at some ways that we can do some targeting, uh, targeted advertising to make sure that we get the word out on our position to underrepresented fire service representation. So that would mean getting things into minority populations, uh, into uh, female uh, populations that don't typically think of uh, Park Silverton as a place they'd like to have a full-time career. So we're researching some of those options as well. And uh, what we also would like to consider doing, and, and we'll have some more information from you as we firm this out with the staff. Typically we've done a process of testing View an evaluation and we get a list of down to five candidates. I select the, the one that's going to be the most appropriate, best fit for our district. 
and then that list just disappears. Um, I think because there might be potential, depending on how factors work out, that we might have to increase our full-time staffing in the next few years, that we at, at least consider a way to maintain the list if we'd like to as an organization and as a board, to maybe give us two years to pick from that list. Um, one, it might get somebody that to apply to us that uh, at least they know something's coming up down the line. And it also, since we typically want them to be medics at their appointment, it would actually give somebody that's in medical school currently the opportunity to be uh, applied, reviewed, be on a list. Um, and then they'll have that extra bit of time if we're going to hire uh, like eight months, 10 months, 16 months out from now. They have their medic card, which might then open up a pool of candidates some more. Uh, so those are the, the options that we're discussing. Uh, and obviously anything that um, the board has in terms of, of how you like, might like to see us develop this process, uh, we are more than happy to uh, to listen and uh, implement what we can. Am I understanding that you would like to have a list of people in place in, you know, in case of future vacancies. Yes, that would be, uh, That's good. That would be our plan, yes. Uh, again, just looking at some of the, the motions on the horizon, if, if we had to do this process again, we'd be repeating the same process, spending the same money, probably getting a lot of the same candidates uh, for a second evaluation. And if, if we do this every six months or even every 18 months, it seems to me that it gives us an opportunity to, again, broaden the candidate pool and uh, hopefully get some, uh, some new people in here and try to diversify our full-time ranks. Good. Any comments for the chief? No, I thought we were supposed to uh, hold on to the list anyway, but to... Uh, have a periodic run through the list is a good idea. You know, to see uh, any advancements in education and give us a better idea of the quality of individual we're getting. I think and part of it too, Don, is the our full-time hiring is so infrequent that the whole list, I mean, there, there have been times where we've gone six or seven years without hiring a full-time position. So mm -hmm. obviously having list that long wouldn't, uh, you know, everything's changed by then. So it just wouldn't make much sense. Uh, whereas, you know, obviously a place like City of Cincinnati where they're going to hire 40 to 50 people every year, it makes sense for them to, to maintain a list to pull from so they can get, because like, it's a very expensive process for them on a bigger department to, to run that. So we'd like to at least model it. Uh, maybe some of the other departments that do maintain a list. Uh, again, just to give us more options. And again, we do run into a situation where somebody doesn't pan out because they couldn't pass the probationary period for some reason. We might have some some candidates in that we can immediately fill a position rather than go through the whole process again. Sounds good. Any other questions regarding the hiring process for the chief? Was there is there a possibility that he could perhaps consult with the other fire departments to see if they have anyone on a list that he could use? I don't know. 
assume those departments could give up a list. I don't know how protected that is in terms of their hiring process. Um, but again, if they're on another list, another department, they're probably going to be aware of our procedures and, and want to test with us anyway. Uh, though there are cases, you know, for example, there there's some west side people that don't necessarily want to work on the east side, so they might not want to be on our list. Um, but I can certainly check around to see what other departments are doing in terms of, of um, maintaining the candidate pool. I'm happy to look at that, but I don't know that they'll actually give me their their candidates, so to speak. Oh, I understand. They'll give you the A list. <laughs> <laughs> they'll probably give us the C or, or D or E list. <laughs> All right, Chief, anything else? Uh, that's all I have for you at this time, unless there's any other questions for me. All right, very good. Uh, so that the fact that uh, he's given this report, uh, by the way, your annual report's very nice, Chief. Yes. Thank you. I tried and congr to, tried congratulations, to and, too. And not as, uh, I don't know, it, it, it seems to be a lot the same over years, so I try to find some some things that adding pictures this year, uh, doing it in a PDF format. I saved a lot of paper, which was good. Um, so yeah, well, so if, uh, if, if you get more, I'm sure, I'm sure Mr. Carroll and myself will love you who are in the reports for us. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I'm I'm, uh, I'm busy. Yeah, right. I, I I did just really quickly want to um to mention, um, Denny. I really am appreciating your reports, your updates that you're providing have been great. Um, just consistently improving, I appreciate that. Um, but I also wanted to just congratulate you on your acceptance into um, the OFE program. That's fantastic. Thank you. It's, uh, matter of fact, I have uh, already have homework Binder for Simon's due in the next uh, two months. So uh, looking forward to the challenge, and uh, it's it'll be fun. And uh, there are, I think, about 20 of us total taking the class. Um, the only other local is uh, Chief Tom McCabe, who's newly appointed chief within the last year or so down at Norwood. Uh, so at least I know somebody in the class that kind of understands our region. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, obviously, if I uh, can... Uh, you guys as a resource, I will reach out and pick your brains. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I will give you that congratulations. Chief, I'm, I a give I'm, a congratu I'm sorry. No, go ahead, ma'am. I meant to say I would also piggyback on the congratulations. Thank you. All right. Anything else for the chief? Make a, I make a recommendation that we go ahead and approve the chief's report. Second. Second. Third. All right. Third. All right. Steve. All in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 All right. Let's move on. Statements, uh, reports or statements by trustees in district, old district matters. Anybody got anything? Just one, Mr. Chairman. Yes. So, so uh, maybe what I should do is just ask Denny to um explain uh where things stand with uh, solar and energy efficiency programs um where the where the department is in terms of uh investigating those I, I think if you recall from our december meeting i had talked about 
a solar ride silverton campaign which is underway where we're inviting people to uh explore solar on their home their business and i, I wanted to just get an update and maybe a expectation as to when he may bring something to the board if i could okay, thanks tom so we did receive uh pricing on two projects for the fire department uh one would be to convert all the current uh, fluorescent lighting uh, incandescent lighting that we might have in the firehouse to uh, led based with also uh, additional motion detectors um, that project we uh we think we could do fairly early on in terms of uh, cost and expediency uh we are going to explore options of having it uh, contracted out we're just trying to do some of it ourselves um so we're starting to, to look at that process to see where it's going to be best economically and done correctly how that's going to lie uh, a lot of that work is really just plug and play and just, uh, changing light bulbs out changing switches some fixtures uh, so we'll investigate that to see where that leads but the bigger project is actually uh would be the installation of a silver array on two portions of our roof, uh, one section of the bay, and the, the bulk of our flat roof that's on the older section, the one-story section of the firehouse. Uh, and the, actually, the pricing didn't come in nearly as high as we thought it was going to. Uh, and I had some discussions with Tom to kind of uh, gauge you know, how Silverton looked at their return on the investment and uh, we some of the numbers that we've received. And it really looks like Time frame for return on the investment is not as long as uh, some companies or some residents get. Um, the initial uh, the initial contract price is somewhere in around one hundred forty six thousand, one hundred forty seven thousand dollars to do the installation, do all the wiring, battery backups, etc. Um, so we've uh, we haven't looked at it a ton yet. We've kind of backburnered it at least for the month or two as we kind of get our our uh, twenty twenty one kicked off. But we have, uh, uh, we do want to pursue this further. And part of that pursuing is going to be looking at our roof. Um, so I did some research, Tom. I know we talked about it. The roof was done in 20, uh, 2000. So the roof is now uh, 21 years old. And we have had a few areas of leaks that we've had ahead, uh, the membrane repaired. So once it falls out, we're going to have some roofing companies come out and take a look to see what shape the roof is in first. And that'll be the first step. And then the second step will be either repair or replace the roof as necessary in conjunction with hopefully if we can lift the budget, make it work, uh, move on to the, uh, to the solar panel project. Again, it'll help us uh, maintain some of the energy independence that we're, we're all looking for. Um, it meshes well with Silverton's goal of trying to, uh, to bring green energy uh, into, into the village, I think is one of the, you know, I know we're not the biggest employer here, but as a, as a big factor in, in what people see in the village, I think it would be good for us to kind of lead this charge by example as well. Uh, so we're going to seriously start looking at things as the, the weather breaks, and then uh, we'll have some discussions with the board on, uh, you know, if we pursue this as a district, do we want to um, use reserve money right away and then get the payback as we go? Is there another type of financing option um, like we did with the Quint? Uh, so those will be some discussions for the board, but um, you know we're we are looking forward to uh, at least supporting this and, and hopefully being able to uh, get on board with the rest of uh, the businesses here in Silverton they're trying to do it. So we think it's a good way to uh, to be part of the community and, and like I said, lead by example. So uh, the benefits aren't just 
you know, not just financial, you know, you know, it's we're one building in the world, but if, you know, if we're doing our part, it's, uh, you know, I think it's a feather in our cap. So, uh, as I get some more information and some more numbers crunched, I will be with the board. We'll start looking at some budgetary uh, aspects of this. Thank you, Denny. Anyone else under the old comments uh, or district matters at that point? Tom, I'm going to reach back out to you on the solar stuff again. Okay. Uh, reports for the trustees on new district matters. Anybody? Very good. Seeing that there's none. At this time, do we have any comments from the public or questions? Um, I think we can do that again with chat. Is that correct, Rob? I okay, thank you. All right, seeing that there's no public comment, let's move on. Uh, now we're down to deliberations of trustees regarding district matters, operations, finance, and prepared resolutions or enactments. Anyone have anything there? I have two resolutions. Right. Okay. We'll move on to the next item is a resolutions. You have resolution 202102. Authorizing the board president to enter to uh, the first uh, amendment to existing agreement to the fire protection EMS and medical service at Columbia Township. Anybody have any questions on that resolution? Um, seeing that there is no questions, I'll entertain a motion. Move for passage of that Fine. motion. Move for passage of resolution 2021-02. Okay. Do we have a second? Second. Steve? Are there any questions on the motion? Belinda, uh, you want to call the roll? Yes. Frank Maupin? Yes. Dottie Williams? Yes. Tom Carroll? Yes. Don Kincaid? Yes. Britt Bourne? Yes. CJ Yetter? Yes. Dan Lehan? Yes. Steve Imhoff? Yes. Thank you. The resolution has been adopted. The next resolution we have is 202103, authorizing the internet auction. Do we have a motion on that? So move. Don? A motion to uh, adopt resolution number 2021-03. Second. Dan Lehan, second. Any questions on the motion? If not, Melinda, can you call a roll? Yes. Frank Maupin? Yes. Scotty Williams? Yes. Tom Carroll? Yes. Don Kincaid? Yes. Britt Bourne? Yes. BJ Yetter? Yes. Dan Lehan? Yes. Steve Vimhoff? Yes. Thank you. 
Motion carried and adopted. Is there any other business needs to be brought before the board? The next one's a tough one. Then I need a motion for adjournment. <laughs> Move for adjournment. Dottie, second? <laughs> I'll second. Don, all in favor signify saying aye. 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 Thank you all for a good meeting and thank you for putting me in as president. So. We also did vote that you were going to provide food. We'll do it again. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> hey, BJ. Yeah. Did you hear about did you hear about Jack? Yes, that's what the phone call was right in the middle of our meeting. So thank you very much. Okay.